This is Louis van Niekerk and you're listening to the Business and Common Sense Highway. Today we're going to talk about risk, understanding risk, managing risk and what risk does to your business. I have to say that I think uh, related to the podcast uh, I, I published previously regarding the difference between entrepreneurs and corporates, uh, managing risk and understanding risks are very related to corporates and entrepreneurs and how they view risk. So risk is something that needs to be managed. And to manage something, you have to understand it. And I think the issue that is often overlooked is the fact that people misinterpret risk. There are many risks in life, everyday life, that we tend to take for granted and somehow just overlook because we've become accustomed to it. Driving a car has a risk. Flying in an airplane has a risk. Uh, Going to bed has a risk. Small risk, but it has a risk. And to each of those risks, I'm sure actuaries can attach a percentage and would probably be able to give you an indication of what is the likelihood of the adverse component of that risk. In other words, what is the chance of a fatal accident when I fly? What is the chance of a serious incident or death when I drive my car? And because it's every day, we tend to ignore those risks as if they don't exist. And what then happens is when that small percentage materialize we have the car accident or the plane does eventually fall people tend to overreact to that event and don't see it in context of the statistical significance of how small a risk the everyday occurrence of that is and then there is an increased awareness and people tend to have an overshoot reaction to it. So people might fly less if there was a recent accident, uh, or people will drive more carefully if they had a a recent accident. It doesn't change the probabilities or the eventualities associated to those risks. So I always, when I consider business transactions or when I consult to clients on how they should Uh, deal with the future because uh, risk is always about the future my my advice is always try and understand the risk try and understand the probabilities try and not be surprised if you can lay out all the elements of risk that is known to you and it's very rare that you can actually identify all the known risks but you can get very close in most ventures and in planning for most ventures If you're diligent and you do your homework and you are determined enough to understand the risks, you ought to be able to identify the better part of 90% of the risks, if not 95% of the risks. The ideal is to not be surprised. Now, I always use the analogy of jumping off a bridge with a bungee rope attached to your legs. If you've gone through this process, you will understand most of the risks. You'll understand what the risk is of the rope breaking. You'll understand what the risk is of you rebounding and hitting your head against the bridge. You'll understand the risk of them not getting your weight right and hitting your head at the bottom of the ravine um, on a rock because it extended too far, etc., etc. 
And those are all manageable risks. You can make sure that the rope is in a good condition. You can make sure, doubly sure, that they got your weight right, etc., etc., etc. There are always unknown risks. Like it's absolutely impossible to foresee a bird flying underneath the bridge just at the very moment that you jump and the two of you having a head-on collision and possibly fatally injuring you. Those are unforeseen risks, but they are minute and they are so small that if they come and surprise you, those are really the, the contingencies that you have to consider. But when you do jump off that bridge, you're not being ruthless, you are taking calculated risks. And I think that is the key to business ventures, taking calculated risks, knowing exactly what is the odds of success? Knowing exactly what risks exist, accepting some of those risks or not. If the risk is too high and you choose not to jump, then that is also a prudent decision. If the risk is acceptable and you take the risk and the worst case turn out, then it is a decision you took and you were not surprised. I take the other extreme of the analogy, and that is a one-armed bandit in a casino. Everybody understands when you put the coin in, what is the risk of success? The risk that you're going to lose your money is extremely high, opposed to the small percentage that you might get a payout. Most people, when they put the coin in, understand the risk and is happy with that risk. So there is no particular surprise when there is no payout. So... Being risk adverse doesn't necessarily mean that you don't want to take risks. To me, being risk adverse means not wanting to be surprised by risk that I wasn't aware of. And I think everybody has a specific risk profile on what risks they are comfortable to accept. Corporate individuals typically have lower risk profiles and wouldn't accept higher risks. Entrepreneurs have higher risk profiles, and I think, uh, in fairness, entrepreneurs aren't always that diligent in going through the process of assessing all the risks. And I'm being unfair to an extent, but I, in the generalization, there is an element of truth that entrepreneurs are a little bit more ruthless. But those that are not are just willing to accept higher risks. They're willing to jump off bridges where other people are not. The risks are exactly the same. They're equally known. It simply is a matter of preference. Entrepreneurs have a higher affinity for risks and therefore would take the jump. But I think the key lesson out of this podcast is to not ever be surprised. Make sure that you understand the risks. Make sure that you can attach a number in your head of what is the likelihood of success what is the likelihood of failure? And be comfortable with that so that when the failure comes, there is no regret. There is no surprise. You always knew there was a 30% chance or a 10% chance or a 50% chance of failure. And if you made an informed decision and the dark side presents itself, you take it on the chin and you move on. The worst thing that can happen is to turn a blind eye to the percentage uh, attached to failure and when the failure then presents itself be depressed about that failure as if it was never an option 
there is always a chance of failure. The percentages vary, and if you open-minded and aware of what they might be, you might save yourself a lot of agony over regretting decisions you made when really if you were more open-minded, you would have made a different decision. So managing your risk is a key element to happiness and success because you can only be disappointed if you had the incorrect anticipation. I hope that helps. Until next time, this is Louis van Niekerk for the Business and Common Sense Highway.